Boo, and welcome to our 50th episode. Hope you're ready to scare your ears off with this special performance of our Spooky Spouse theme. Well, hey, I hope that was a nice little spooky treat on All Hallows' Eve Eve. Hi, everyone. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week, we talk about things like, I'm going to change it up. Oh. True crime. I know. I don't know what to do. I threw you off. I know. uh, uh, My face Urban legends. Your face. <laughs> Cryptozoology. Tootsie, tootsie rolls. Aliens. We talk about aliens. Well, you talk about aliens a lot, and I never yeah. say it. Okay. Well, then I'm going to say something you talk about. Okay. Uh, murders. Yeah. I always talk about murder. Church. Uh, <laughs> the creepy church in, that one, in the one place in California, the campus. Stanford? No. Where I the, forget. Me too. 
Stanford University. Stanford. Speaking of churches, did you <laughs> see that that church, where was it? Massachusetts? It um was a beautiful old historic church, and it got hit by lightning and burned to the ground. Is there any other buildings around it? Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah. Well, I would say You have to look it up. It just happened. It's hold on. creepy. I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> well, would you look at that? I, I would say equally as creepy because, well, if it was surrounded by buildings and also not surrounded by buildings, because if it was in the middle of a field somewhere, then okay, sure, it's likely. But the, the photos that you're able to get, granted, everyone's out of there and safe. Yeah. Still creepy. But the fact that it was targeted in like in the, the surrounded the top, by buildings. Like steeple of it. It's a that's, beautiful old church. Well, it was. Yeah, I was going to say, well. Creepy. They must have been doing something crazy in there. Maybe they were like satan worshipers and they were like yes like this is a good thing for them i was gonna say yes i i feel like i mean this is me talking out of my boomer but i think satanists get a bad rap because i i don't think all of them like doomsday stuff no i really don't think so i think well i'm not gonna i think i might stop talking about it only because i feel so ignorant <laughs> yeah i don't know much about satanism but well what i do know is that every single week Lindsay and i research a topic separately of one another and i did almost for the fourth time say top rick but we do <laughs> research a topic separately of one another i will go to des moines and go to a church in the middle of a field and i just wait for it to get struck by lightning and Lindsay goes somewhere safe she goes to a panera up the road well i was gonna go to guam but that tsunami took it out okay so i didn't go there this time that's why you went to the panera yeah did panera you like and it? guam are kind of the same thing yeah bread bowls Ooh. Guam's known for bread bowls, <laughs> which with their cheddar bacon whatever soup. Cheddar bacon ranch. I don't know. Loaded. <laughs> I haven't had Panera soup in like fifteen years. Me either. I did buy salad dressing. I almost bought Panera salad dressing. That's not interesting. But <laughs> we come into our house and discuss our topics for the first time with each other and with each of you, and we've done this fifty times now. Yeah, we're fifty years old. We're over the hill. Like the one I'll I'll mention another SNL skit for the second week in a row. Fifty, fifty years old, where Molly Shannon would say that and kick her legs around. I don't remember that. At I'm all. fifty. Fifty years old, she'd say. <laughs> okay. With more enthusiasm. There's also the one where she was Molly uh, no, her name's Molly Shannon. What was it? Mary Catherine Gallagher, and she'd smell her fingers and say superstar yeah never uh, was a big fan of that 50 years old but last week uh i talked about dream analysis well more nightmare dream unweaver yeah was that no well, probably wasn't that wasn't very good <laughs> who wrote dream gary wright gary wright gary I think, wright think did dream what a weaver i have you astound me and this doesn't come from a place of like snootiness but you astound me baffle me i'm a baffled boy sometimes when you know these very obtuse musical references and you're like I oh like yeah music. oh gary right well i mean so do i molly does i think more than both of us but right you know the one person who likes music who needs to get hipper who and i'm not trying to be elitist but our nephew vigo is <laughs> what he'll, well, he, he likes he'll be three years old girl on, was a girl on fire he does like alicia keys and that is yeah. a timeless song but i think it was my mom who played him this Black Eyed Peas song from like 2001. Well, that's his problem. He just has mom mom playlists going on, yeah. which aren't bad. He has gam jams going on. <laughs> Gamma jams. He needs some fanny jams. That's fun aunt fanny. He needs some <laughs> fan jams from Aunt Lindsay. I'll have to send him some. 
Okay. Well, last week, yeah, we talked about nightmare dream analysis. Mm -hmm. You talked about a big, supposedly pterodactyl floating around Texas. Yeah, and our buddy Dana, who uh, I put on blast quite a bit on last week's (laughs) episode for being a burger thief and for (laughs) liking the thing about the guy peeing in the bathroom with the bees, the, the bumblebee nightmare. Dana sent us a tweet. That said, it might be uh, this giant prehistoric bird called the Argentavis, which is a gigantic bird. I told you it was just a big bird. But I think Argentavis is extinct. I don't know anything about birds except for they they say what you say, and that's scary to me. (laughs) Well, hey, this is our 50th episode. We've done this 50 times, which... I don't know. I mean, compared to like larger shows, 50 is like, okay, it's 50. But this is our first, I think, gigantic milestone. And Halloween's on Wednesday? Yeah, we really timed this out with the universe perfectly. We went outside. I think it was the day we were going to record episode one. We held our crystals to the sun. I was about to say the exact same thing. (laughs) I was holding uh, a handful of broken quartz. And you were holding what other stone that we don't know? Um... Amherst is that a stone? I think Amherst is a town. Oh, or I, I know it's a Amethyst. college. Amethyst. That's what I'm thinking. I was holding remnants of the dining hall at Amherst when they tore it down. We were holding that. And we stared at the moon and we were like, "Just tell us when!" And we were screaming as loud as we could. And then our crystals recombined out of parts, and they're like, "We're like, okay, we'll go inside right now and record it." But We wanted to pay homage to this special occasion, so last week we went over to our good friend Eli's house, who wrote the music for our show, and we got to record our theme music that he wrote live in the studio. Yeah, it was fun. I don't know how to play an instrument, so I rubbed a violin bow onto a cymbal and made cool little sound effects. You also jangled chains. I jangled, well, there were goat hoofs. Yeah, well, Well, yeah. Because he had a satanic ritual after us, so he's like, (laughs) Could you please put the goat hooves down? Yeah. But um, I jingled those around. Yeah, you did jingle um, some hooves. Yeah. You And then you and I made a bunch of very, probably too scary sound effects yeah. and noises yeah. into the microphone. But I thought that was a very fun thing. Oh, it was a blast. And thanks, Eli, for doing it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, Eli took all of our pieces and parts and then assembled them and edited everything. So thank you, Eli, for your tireless work. We're very appreciative. Yeah, we also have some other exciting news. We do. So if you've been following and we wanted to we wanted to front load this because who knows, maybe minute 55 comes around and you're like, okay, are they going to tell me to have a spooky Monday again? I get it. Um, (laughs) But I mean, we would hope that you're on board for the whole episode. But either way, we've been teasing this information for a while, but I feel like now it's our 50th episode where we've quite literally signed some papers and I think we can announce our special news. Yeah, so we are going to be part of a big, creepy, paranormal, alien, cryptozoology, anything that you could possibly think of, everything that we talk about. We're going to be part of that spooky family at Viddy Space. Yes. So Viddy Space is a essentially like a subscription-based app or platform where there is an app and you can also now get it on the Amazon Fire Stick. You can subscribe to it and download it there. Uh, Soon there will be a Roku app, which I believe is coming out within the next month. But they have paranormal TV shows, creepy movies, documentaries, live broadcasts, and we are going to be their very first podcast that they offer on their network. 
So Vidi Space was founded by our good friend Nick Groff, a gigantic figure in the paranormal world, and his paranormal pal, Elizabeth Saint. They've done shows like Paranormal Lockdown, Ghosts of Shepherdstown, Ghost Stalkers. He's over in the UK right now, but they started a network because they wanted to give everybody a one-stop spooky shop for any and all things creepy and paranormal. And we're flattered, we're thrilled, we're excited, we're humbled to now be a part of VidiSpace. Yeah, they're wonderful people, they're super nice, and they work so hard. They absolutely do. I believe it's mostly Elizabeth Saint running everything. I mean, Nick is extremely busy punching ghosts left and right. I, I, well, I think he karate chops them. I forget. Or roundhouse kicks them. He does a, round, a full roundhouse. <laughs> Can you imagine that if you're in a place that's extremely haunted? He's probably doing countless roundhouse kicks. Did I show you insane cl clown posse trying to roundhouse kick fred durst just recently yeah and he missed yes it's very funny look it up it's, it's hilarious. very funny but you know what first time i've ever said it and the first time i've ever felt these feelings and i'm glad i can do it in this safe space i felt bad for the insane clown posse guy because he missed because he missed because well, i guess maybe fred he shouldn't durst have been Roundhouse well, kicking. You're absolutely right. We use our words. We don't use our roundhouse kicks. But he <laughs> was he was possessed by the juggalo spirit. And oh, he probably yeah. had he was probably on his fourth two liter of orange fago, which they do they drink that for some reason. Sometimes when you're cranked up on Fago, you just get kicky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know how many times I've heard you say that, but it, it it's always true. Uh, but I guess Fred Durst was like a little bit of a butt. Yeah, he, he was, was giving like, him some shade. He was because he was it's like, been going on for years. Oh, it absolutely has. And then they were on the 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 same concert ever. And then it was uh oh Shaggy Two Dope. Is it Violent J? I think it might I be think. Violent J. And I Shaggy believe Two Dope. Right. That's Shaggy Two Dope and Violent J. Well, Shaggy was the one that tried to kick him. That's right. And I was thinking it was Violent J, which that's ironic because he's obviously... Has Violent in his name, but he, he didn't he do missed. it. He missed it. But so what us being on VidiSpace means is we're honestly, we're, we're just going to be available to more people. So you can still find our show wherever you'd like. We'll talk about VidiSpace more during Haunted Housekeeping, but I don't think we would be here. We would have been signed to Vidi Space if it wasn't for each and every one of you constantly telling everyone about our show and leaving us comments and being involved and rating our show and spreading the word. So we want to we we want to extend the deepest and spookiest and most heartfelt thank you to each of you. Yeah, what a great Halloween present this year. It is for everyone. <laughs> that was uh, a spooky voice I had. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, we've made it to the end of October. And I have the last installment for this year of Goat or Ghost, You Tell Me. All right. Are you ready? So stoked. Okay, here we go. The final Goat or Ghost of 2018. And away we go. Okay. <laughs> that was went that... on for a while. <laughs> was that a goat? Or a ghost. That was a ghost, but can you really yes! call it a ghost? Yes, you can. You sure can, because I just downloaded this ghost soundboard, <laughs> and I had no idea what it was going to sound like. Maybe this one would have been good, uh, titled Evil Laugh. Oh. <laughs> 
which I think you'd know that laugh from the end of Thriller. Yeah. What I will say is that it was a trick I had planned since the beginning uh, that the last one would be a ghost. (laughs) Oh, boy. But the one funny thing about the noise I played the first one was just called Eerie Man. No, sorry. Male. Eerie Male. Eerie Male. Not Eerie PA. Oh, and I meant to do this one at the beginning of the show as well because it's a celebratory show. Because it's like celebratory. It's air, Great. It's the air horn. Well, rest in peace, Goater Ghost. You've been fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, it will rest in uh, peace until next year. Mm. Oh. Something to look forward to. Maybe we'll go out and get real goat recordings in the field, or maybe I will privately by myself. Punch a goat, punch a ghost. Okay, that... Punch a ghost, pet a goat. You know what? Maybe that'll be a thing. I'll go by myself secretly and I'll go pet a goat. And then, uh, you know, actually, this is not funny, but it's nice. And it actually might allow me to pet a goat. One of our friends who lives in Athens, Ohio, just opened up an animal sanctuary and they have a ton of pigs. And I bet you they might have a goat soon, which is very nice. So my topic is a little bit small this week, just because we had to talk about very exciting things with each and every one of you. Insane clown posse. Kicking Fred Durst. Viddy space. Viddy space. Church being set on fire by lightning. Our intro music was a little bit longer and more live and mysterious than it ever had been before. (laughs) But I kind of have a little bit of a discussion because I feel like, you know, certain shows, they have like perhaps their time of the year where it's special and it's like a special event. And I wanted to talk about, since it's Halloween right now, a little bit of the history of Halloween costumes in general. But also, I want to know about some of your Halloween costumes, and then I'll talk about some of my Halloween costumes. Maybe starting from the beginning, and maybe maybe we can notice some trends going from the first Halloween costume you remember, maybe a particular favorite Halloween costume, maybe a least favorite Halloween costume that you've ever had. Okay, sounds good. Can you remember the very first Halloween costume that you ever had? Yes, and it's hanging on our wall. That's right. In our office. My dad had made me a ghost, but I was so little that he basically just took a white pillowcase. Listen up, because this one's super easy and it's super cute. White pillowcase, and around the bottom, bent out a wire coat hanger and put a ring around the bottom. So when I moved, it looks like I was floating. What a great idea. Simple, easy, cute. And now, it was hanging up on our wall. It's in a shadow box. It is. It's a. It's actually a very nice memory of your dad. And it's yeah. and it's cool too. At, at least for me, because like hearing hearing stories about your dad, even him making you that Halloween costume and spending a lot of time on it. I mean, I think his attention to detail with the wire around the bottom is choice oh yeah and there's a cute face painted on it maybe I'll take a picture and I'll put it on our Instagram but yeah I just you know it really makes me look back and think of how many spooky things in my life that like has made me kind of why I love this today like you know my dad was super into Halloween and he refused to buy any costumes for us we were always handmade he made me a dinosaur that he sewed together and he actually used the fabric of the family couch 
That's right. And my mom came home and was mad because the couch pillows and cushions were all ripped up because he actually yeah. used the material from the couch. And yeah, he made the ghost. And even in the picture that I have in the shadow box, there is a little Ghostbusters blaster on the table. So it's like, I always have these like, like horror movies were my thing. They were always my thing. See, horror movies growing up were never my thing because I would get too scared. Oh man, I my mom still thinks I'm such a weirdo because... Because when I lived with my mom, you used to eat rats. I used to eat rats and drink <laughs> blood. And she's like, stop doing that. That's gross. And you're taking up too much space in the fridge. But I would always be watching horror movies or investigation shows or anything just by myself in the dark at home. And she always thought that was so creepy and weird that I could handle that and do it. But I just loved doing it. See, I never used to do that stuff. I would get way too scared. I remember my my very first, well, maybe. Maybe this is why my first horror movie I ever saw was The Shining and I was in sixth grade and I think Good still movie. to this excellent movie still but, holds up but still to this day even as a 65 year old man me <laughs> it's still a very scary movie. Yeah. It's really creepy. So I think like the fact that I really didn't understand all the symbology and all the stuff that was going on. Right. Really weirded me out. Oh, I loved it. I loved everything. Okay. So you were a ghost and a dinosaur. Do you I have a... Was... Oh man, I Halloween was always a big deal in our house. Yeah. Because my, like I said, my dad was very artistic and creative and it was just always a big deal for us to have good costumes. And I think it just kind of continued as we got older. But I mean, I was Edward Scissorhands and I, you know, I, and you know this too, I like to go all out for a costume. It has yes. to look exact. Or I don't want it. And I like to make everything. I don't necessarily like to buy everything. Yeah, that's so, that's absolutely correct. I think that's the fun of it. Like, if you're going to do it with your kids, like, have them make a costume. Don't go just buy a $60 packaged costume that you know six other kids are going to have. That's lame. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like, even, even if the costume doesn't look, quote unquote, hot fire or on fleek then it looks funny or it's a was a fun experience or, exactly i don't know i'm just really against like everything just store-bought and it's like if you go buy everything store-bought at least like piece things together like to make them your own well wasn't wasn't our first halloween together you and i went as boy scouts we did or cub scouts or whatever the proper nomenclature is but i remember for that you made our hats which i still have i'm good at hats i made that hat i made a pan <laughs> An Am hat. I was a Pan Am stewardess. That was great. And you, I like, was you, a, you collect things like a month, like every single day. You're like collecting these oh little yeah. parts to your costume. You and I drove out to Ashtabula for some reason uh, <laughs> in Ohio because I'm crazy. But we went out there and we went to an Army Navy store and got like patches that resembled Cub Scout stuff. Like we're yeah. all, it's like always piecing and parting things together. Yeah, we are Mary Poppins and Bert. That's right. And you, you made my chimney good... sweep. I did make your chimney sweep. I made my hat. I love hats. I even think, as the, the saying goes, you usually do make my chimney sweep. Well, great. Good. <laughs> you know, and that doesn't mean anything really, but to me, it's nice. Okay. <laughs> great. 
Um, I, I had so many Halloween costumes that I thought were so fun. I mean, I was the Tooth Fairy one year, and that was fun. And oh, and that's but that one was that was the year. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. That you did get arrested because you were carrying pliers and you would tear out <laughs> rip people's, out people's teeth. Yeah, unsuspectingly, and go. But yeah. but then you would throw a five dollar bill at them. Yeah, I always paid catch out. Catch you later, and you'd yell, <laughs> "Catch you later." Yeah. Um, some costumes I wasn't proud of. I would say. <laughs> like high school years because like oh yeah when you were like ninth grade you were too old to be trick-or-treating but you and your friends would think it was funny and like you would just throw something together so it's like oh i'd put all my soccer gear on and i'm like oh i'm a soccer player but really i just want to go get free candy yeah i remember i think it was ninth grade maybe 10th grade we were we went out trick-or-treating because again it was like ironic but also like hey free candy but i remember it was a bet between maybe not a bet it might have been one of those games where I was like, I told people that I'm going to play the game by myself and I did the game. Yeah. But I was walking, I was trigger treating with our buddy Brandon, who we lovingly refer to as BLT for some reason. And I was like, watch, I'm going to tell everybody that I've been trick or treating all day and I'm going to see if I can go inside their house and use their bathroom. And I remember I went in. Why? Because <laughs> we were, uh, what, 14 years old? Yeah. And I, I really wouldn't use their bathroom, but I was like, I just want to see how many people will let me inside their house some like weird 14 year old kid dressed up as i think i was uh garth from wayne's world and you were also garth as well no i was wayne oh yeah and your buddy emma was uh was garth Garth. but i remember i think it was like maybe five or six people they just let me into their house and i just stood in their bathroom for a second and then flushed the toilet and like washed my hands like all right oh thanks so much (laughs) i don't know why that was like fun for me i don't know i guess i think we were in different uh maybe different friend groups <laughs> at that point <laughs> i don't know yeah you're probably right yeah halloween was always fun i think one of the funniest things was me and my best friend at the time sarah we dressed up in high school and we were like little pixie fairies yeah and we were all decked out in like pink and glitter and all this stuff and we were sitting in class and we were in mr luffle's class now mr luffle is kind of the political curmudgeon and he has a lot of opinions and he kind of talks like he's from the 19th 1920s. Mr. Luffle always reminded me, though not as old, always reminded me of that one super old character on the Ren and Stimpy cartoons where his ear would just start sliding off Ew. of his head. But like not because he was old, but just because he would get focused on something and become oblivious to everything else. Wonderful See, he teacher. He reminded me of like a mafia guy from like the 20s. Like, now you listen up, you she. Like <laughs> one of those gangster guys, like maybe in a movie. But he would always anyways. shake his glasses though, too. He'd hold on to his glasses and go oh yeah shake his glasses so anyways wonderful teacher but you know he he didn't hold back he was a nice guy but he taught a whole lesson that class and then the last thing he said before the bell rang was he turned around and looked right at everyone and was like I just think it's really stupid that people are still dressing up for Halloween in your high school. And he looked right at me and Sarah. And I was like, okay, well, maybe this is our <laughs> last year that we dress up for Halloween. Now, but... were you two the only ones dressed up in the class? Yeah, 100%. Okay, so, well, he might not have been talking to you. You know, he just could have been <laughs> talking in well, general. 
I also, because I was kind of a rebel in high school, I got my lip pierced. Oh, yeah. And he also said, in the he was talking in the middle of class, and he stopped and looked at me and said, oh. what's in your face? And I was like, I Perfect. got my lip pierced. And he went, that's disgusting. And that was <laughs> it. And then we didn't talk about it anymore. I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess my lip piercing is gross. <laughs> I don't know if it was just our high school, but I feel like our teachers in high school got away with a lot of, like, picking fun at the kids. But Oh, yeah, that was the fun part. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I remember, like, I, I, I look back on it and being like, man, a lot of those teachers just put these kids on blast nonstop. <laughs> but then again, high school kids are very difficult to deal with. And especially, like, if you're in a classroom wearing your own costume you throughout the year. Okay, well, what about you? What were some of your costumes and what were your best and worst? Uh, My best? Honestly, I think my best costume or my favorite one was last year when you painted me up like a sea wizard. Yeah. But people were like, oh, you're Poseidon. And I never really realized like, oh, okay, sure. I mean, I had a trident. But I was <laughs> like, hey, man, I don't want any labels. I'm just a run-of-the-mill sea wizard. You wore um, that face paint well. so. Well, you painted it on my... I don't know if you remember <laughs> that, but you painted it on my face. And I was I, a mermaid. You a were... Mermaid. Yep, you well, were a mermaid. I kind of wasn't. I was. Kinda, you were like a sea wizard, and I was like a mer creature, like a sea witch. Yeah, like a deep, like a deep sea witch, like an angler witch. Sure, that's a fun joke to say. Um, yeah, that was fun. I used. To, I remember one that I think of all the time is when I was in third grade. I was Blanca from Street Fighter. And that was a cool, <laughs> that was, a, that was a cool one. So Blanca, if anyone doesn't know the game Street Fighter, Blanca was a giant green monster that had electricity that would come out of his body and orange hair for some reason. But the mask, it was one of those ones that like was cut out around your mouth. So it was your entire face, but then just like your flesh tone for your mouth. Yeah. So I remember Linda Reed, I think hastily before I went to school, because in elementary school, like I'm sure most, you do like the little Halloween parade, but she like hastily painted my face green green but only that part so when i took the mask off i looked like i i had like my mouth had fallen asleep in a bowl of jolly like green jolly ranchers but then uh yeah that was a fun one because i loved blanca and i remember being so stoked the entire do time that. i think it's very funny now i remember the whole time i was like oh i can't wait to be blanca and i was i would like try on my costume at home blanca I remember I was a pumpkin one year in high school because I just bought the costume. Honestly, up until you and I had met, Halloween was like fun. It was a big deal, but I never would like got into like making costumes and all this stuff. Like, Because you married the costume queen. I married my costume queen. <laughs> and I, but you know what? I wouldn't even consider myself a costume king. I would, I would consider myself because you're so much like worlds better at it than I am. I would consider myself a very lucky costume peasant that gets invited to be, you know, to hang out with the costume costume queen every halloween okay uh so th hey thanks for the invite <laughs> honestly my mom's had some pretty good costumes yeah my favorite what? i was just talking about this story to my coworker today that my favorite costume my mom ever did because my mom's very crafty as well and she likes to make her own thing i mean like i said in our family for some reason halloween costumes like it was a thing you made your costume and you oh, made yeah. it together and it was fun but she didn't tell anyone what she was going to be and we're all cool. like okay and she would be working on the sewing machine in the other room like all night and doing all this stuff and we're like what is she doing she comes out to show us her costume and i 
really wish I had a picture of this. I don't know if there is one. Maybe my mom has one. But she had made a full costume and she was Mr. Peanut. That's excellent. And she had the monocle and she had made like this burlap sack that like made the peanut. And it was so funny because my mom is this tiny little lady and she was dressed up like a big peanut. And f- and it was such a good costume that for some reason, everyone developed an allergy to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if you're allergic to peanuts and you were really mad about it? Hey, Patty, you're really like, insensitive. That's a really scary costume because that could kill me. Yeah, thanks a lot, Pat. Thanks for being a murderer. I remember my mom and dad would also like really get into Halloween as well. They would always oh, yeah. go up to uh, Duffy's in Madison, <laughs> which is just, hey, just a bar like a mile away from our house from where I grew up. And they would just go there all the time. I remember my my dad was a cheerleader one year and he looked like a, he just looked so horrifying. <laughs> Because like he had lipstick all over his face, and I remember he was wearing like this oh, no. bright green number, uh, fierce on some levels. But he just, I, but like I also think he was trying to look like a terrible, like a terrible person. Yeah, <laughs> he looked really scary. But yeah, they were. I remember one year they went as a washer and a dryer, and it was like, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on here, guys? Oh man! Wow, in your wildest dreams all year, the only thing you could think of all year was like, well, a washer was a and dryer. You know what costume I saw today? Because I was trying to help my coworker come up with a costume for her that would be cheap yes and some girl had made herself a croquembouche and i was like how cool is that like a croquembouche is like this what it's french pastry i think and it's like a tower of like little cream puff pastry yeah like little pat i think yeah and they're it's really hard to do and you have to do this certain glaze to keep them together yeah but like this girl <laughs> had like made an outfit and she looked like a croquembouche and her husband looked like a pastry chef and it was just really funny it was a good one that is a good one and i also think there there was like a small running well i'll i'll, I'll use air quotes joke for a while that whenever anyone would ask what you and i wanted to eat or for a snack we would say croquembouche and i just for some reason i still think that's very funny i don't know if i was the only one that thought it was funny <laughs> okay it's like everyone like hey what do you want to eat oh turducken oh okay turducken hey what do you want for a snack oh croquembouche well i know that i, I said i was going to talk a little bit about the history of halloween costumes but it's haunted housekeeping time but all i'll say is people think dressing up in costumes started in like scotland and ireland and that's about it Great. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, but fun fact, up until TV and radio, people didn't start dressing up as like characters that they admired because they didn't have many. So they would just dress oh. up like spooky Halloween things like yeah. pumpkins on the heads, ghosts and skeletons, things that were associated with Halloween. But up until the media brainwashed everyone. See, uh, even though I dress up like a lot of pop culture and all that stuff and a lot of my costumes have been there, but like I still respect like, I mean, like, going back to like the costumes my dad made. They were always the the dinosaur, the ghost. They were the simple costumes. And I still, just in my heart, I respect just the simple, the skeletons, the mm-hmm. witches, the Halloween, the weird masks, the bunny masks with like all black. Like oh, there's seriously. just something about that that it's still like, I really just love it. Well, we are going to get into haunted housekeeping, but we, we said this at the tail end of last week's episode. If you're dressing up this year or you and your family or your kids or your animals are dressing up, we would love to see your Halloween costumes. Or if you have a story about your costume, let us know. No, we love hearing about it. And I love hearing about how people enjoy it. Because like I said, this has been a big thing for me my whole life. So I love hearing people's stories. So you can get to us at spooky underscore spouses on Instagram or Twitter and MySpace. Just kidding. Or you can send (laughs) us an email at spookyspousescast at gmail.com. We would love to check out your costumes. So we're going to do some haunted housekeeping and we'll be back. So we will see each and every one of you 
in three, two, one. All right, everybody. For the first time in 50 episodes, this show is now and will forever be until the end of time <laughs> brought to you by VidiSpace. So everyone's asking every single person they know, what is VidiSpace? Think about Hulu or Netflix or Sling or what's another fun app that you can stream stuff on? Apparently there's a Disney. A Disney app, which uh, you also have to give them a little bit of your kids' souls or, or your own souls to, <laughs> to power the app. But VidiSpace is an all-encompassing network. It's a Hulu for ghosts, but it's cheaper than Hulu, which is nice. So if you really like spooky things like we do, then this would be totally worth it for you. What type of things can you find? on VidiSpace? Well, Yamo tell ya right now. So VidiSpace is conveniently categorized into all these different things. There's the haunted space for ghosts and stuff. There's the horror space for scary movies and like Jason and Freddy Krueger hang out there, so please be careful. The documentary space, which I believe is now hosting a bunch of Seth Breedlove's documentaries, The Bray Road Beast, The Mothman Mystery, all of his small town monsters documentaries, the cryptid space, the UFO space, the thriller space. There's the free space for free downloadable content. They're also having ones for fantasy, some horror-related comedy, and then the soon-releasing podcast space, which is where you can find our show. Again, everyone is also asking this follow-up question, what do I do? How much do I do? How much do I do it for to do VidiSpace? <laughs> this is what you do. You can, well, first things first, you can try to call Nick Groff or Elizabeth Saint on the phone. I don't know their phone number, but you know, just start do like one 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 and then you add some numbers or you can go to viddy.space and sign up today for a 15 day free trial so you can start watching spooky stuff and get the diaper scared off you for 15 days right now and what a perfect time because it's spooky season they even have a little subcategory right now just called the halloween space which is chock full oh ghosts and chock full oh candy free candy i'm just kidding but I know that Linz and I might like to watch creepy stuff year round, but maybe it's just a Halloween thing for you. So what better time to sign up for a 15 day free trial than right now. So go to viddy.space, sign up for a free trial and start browsing some content. And viddyspace is either, there are two plans. It's either $9.99 a month, which is very reasonable, I think for the amount of content that's on this thing or 89 bucks for the entire year. Now I know like most people have Hulu or Netflix or we have PlayStation View, which is like streaming TV and stuff, and you pay for no commercials, you pay for all this stuff, and that stuff adds up. But I would imagine that if you listen to our show, you probably like spooky stuff. So I think VidiSpace would be right up your alley. Yeah, ghost, check it out. <laughs> Again, that's viddy.space. Start browsing today. Tis the season. As Lindsay said, ghost, check it out. Well, welcome back. Hopefully you checked out VidiSpace and saw all the cool stuff on there. Yeah, and I forgot to mention, I've been wearing a wig this whole time. Yeah, you've been wearing a really curly, kind of kind of fro-ish, but kind of more Kenny G-ish. Well, for Halloween, we're, we're recording this before Halloween. Well, I guess this episode will also come out before Halloween, but yeah. we will have celebrated Halloween uh, this past weekend, and... 
I got a wig that was supposed to be a Weird Al wig, but it looks a little bit more like Howard Stern, Lindsay pointed out. Yeah, we need to trim it up a little bit. So we gonna trim it. We gonna make it better. <laughs> gone. Gone. <laughs> well, this week, watch out. Yeah, you, you teased this last week. Because I have a return of the living trivia. Oh, what so, a good name. Little spine tingling trivia is back. Okay. Is so, there any bone crushing bone crushing bonus at the you end? You know it. Oh, girl. Oh. <laughs> I'm a bone crush. What? <laughs> hey, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so are you ready to take the spooky quiz? I'm ready to take my wig off as well because I'm getting very warm. And you got to really think about it. Yeah, the wig interferes with my brain receptors, which uh, Paul Stamus, the mushroom guy, says that anything inhibiting your brain in the sun, it's makes your brain... Uh, okay, anyways. What? Um. So <laughs> are you ready for question one? Yeah, I hope. You didn't do great on the last time. Well, I don't know if that's something we need to always bring up. This, I think you're going to be, I think you're going to do better. Okay, is it because it's all about croquembouche? <laughs> it's actually just 10 of the same exact question. Okay, um, great. So if you get the first one wrong, just try a different answer. Okay. Okay, so number one. Yeah, I'm ready. Universal Studios was famous for its monster movies. That's true. In the 1930s and ever. It's the question said in just 1930s, but and also forever. Yeah. So, which one of these 1930s realm movies was released last? Okay, so meaning like the most recent in time. Yes. Okay. 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 So, A, Frankenstein, B, Dracula, C, The Invisible Man, or D, The Mummy. And that's the one starring Boris Karloff. That's the older, not the new mummy. Oh, cool. Not with like The Rock and Brendan. Is it Brendan Fraser? Yeah, Brendan Fraser. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Who saw Brendan Fraser just in general and looked at him from head to toe and went, now there's an action star in there somewhere. Who knows? So what Uh, do you think? Which one do you think was released last? I am going to go. You said C was The Invisible Man? Yes. I'm going with that one because I think the whole concept of being invisible is a very hard concept to grasp and they needed to wean people in to that. So you're going to go with C. I'm going for C and I'm going to say C, which is Spanish for yes. Okay. You are correct. (gasps) Yes! So, The Invisible Man was released in 1933, Dracula was 1931, Frankenstein was 1932, along with The Mummy in 1932. Wow. Oh my gosh. You're doing well. uh, I would say in Spanish, uh, since I've already talked about it, uh, buen trabajo, which is good job. Great. Okay, question number two. You're on a spooky spooky roll. You're on a spooky bone roll. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) Spooky sushi roll. I don't know. Oh, see, now that's even better. I like that a lot. (laughs) Okay. So when did Starbucks first introduce the pumpkin spice latte? (laughs) Have we ever talked about Starbucks on our show? No, but it's pumpkin spice latte season. Yeah, it's PSLS. Okay. A, 2001. B, 2003, C, 2005, or D, 2007? See, for some reason, I don't like that you skipped 2004. And I was like, oh, there's got to be a clue in there somewhere. <laughs> I think the the absence of the year 2004 is a clue. Okay. So I can say safely that it was not that year. Yes, it was not 2004. Was it any of the years that you didn't mention? No. Okay. Well, you never know. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if you're, this game's full of goblin tomfoolery. We have a lot of questions. 
questions to get through. Okay. My <laughs> guess is 2005 because it seems like C. that. C. Uh, again, Spanish for yes. You are not right. Well, that's rude. <laughs> it was 2003. That Originally, early? Originally, the drink did not contain any pumpkin at all. What? And it wasn't until 2015 where they added a small quantity of pumpkin puree. That's really great. And I will say that I remember that year because you and I went and got one specifically for the the RP, which the is real. the real pumpkin. And it was better. It was. Question number three. True or false? There are areas of Canada where teenagers are banned from going trick-or-treating. True. You're right. I thought that was a pretty easy one. <laughs> but <laughs> Bathurst, Canada will fine you up to 120 pounds for anyone over 14 going door-to-door. Also, facial disguises are banned after 7 p.m. on October 31st. Okay. Well, so you can't be, like how we were talking about being teenagers and going and getting free candy. Like, we would have gotten charged a fine if we would have been out being rebels. Yeah creepy i always thought canada was just way cooler but strike one guess not okay question number four in what year was the first of the simpsons halloween specials oh man i think it was called the treehouse of horror broadcast okay a 1989 b 1990 c 1991 or d 1992 1990 b you are correct i knew it i've only missed one so far it was the second season of The Simpsons on October 25th in 1990. That's the second season? Yeah. Wow, that show has been going for so long. I know, it's crazy. Question number five. In the 1978 movie Halloween, the villain's trademark appearance was made by adapting and painting a $1.98 mask of which famous person? Wait, Halloween is Michael Myers. I always get him confused. Okay. A, Jimmy Carter. B, John Lennon. C. William Shatner. D. Richard Nixon. C. William Shatner. C. William Shatner. No. A. Jimmy Carter. A. Jimmy Carter. (laughs) Is that your answer? Both of them. No, it's A. Jimmy Carter. (laughs) You should have stuck with C. It was William Shatner. Yeah, it was I, a Captain Kirk mask that the eyes were widened and the skin was repainted. Man. So such an iconic villain was his mask cost a dollar ninety eight. Like that just proves like just make your own costumes. Oh, seriously, yeah. And what they 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 did a little bit of quick modding on it, just open up the eyeballs a little bit. And painted it. They gave it weird plastic Hollywood plastic surgery really quick. Yeah. Open up them eyeballs. Okay, number six. This one you may not know. Bobby Carter, Doug Wood, Ruby, and Brenda Carter are survivors in which horror movie? A prom night. B, Children of the Corn, C, The Hills Have Eyes, or D, Poltergeist? B, Children of the Corn, final answer. No, it's actually The Hills Have Eyes. What? Yeah, that movie I wasn't particularly fond of. It was a little too much for me, but... The new ones, I remember watching again with our buddy Dana. We watched that movie and we were like, this is just really gratuitous. It was just... a lot. It's a lot. It's unnecessary. Okay, number seven. This is a fun one. Okay. Uh What actor did not appear in a horror movie? A, Meryl Streep. B, Paul Rudd. (laughs) C, Usher. Or D, Jennifer Aniston. Only one of them did not appear in a horror movie. Yes. It's going to be the one that I don't think it is. (laughs) I want, okay. I want to say it's Paul Rudd, but I feel like he might have been in a horror movie earlier in his life. So I'm going to say Meryl Streep. 
You are correct. She's oh. the only person. Paul Rudd was in the Halloween movie, The Curse of Michael Myers. Usher is in The Faculty. And Jennifer Aniston is in Good Old Leprechaun. I know. That movie is so great. I remember <laughs> watching that movie for the first time on TV. And I remember the leprechaun roller skated through the fence. And there was a leprechaun cut out where yeah, he roller skated. Yeah, so ridiculous. Oh, what a scary one. It's so weird because Jennifer Aniston is one of those iconic figures. Yeah. And it's like she was in Leprechaun. She looks the same age now that she so did So does Paul then. Rudd. What's going on? So does Usher. What is happening around here? The <laughs> only one, maybe that's the key being a horror movie because Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep looks older. Yeah. Does, is she alive? Yes. Great. Okay. I knew that. So number eight. Yeah. Kubrick changed many things in the film The Shining. Thank God. Side yeah. note from me. And it was originally written by Stephen King. Kubrick used room 237 as the haunted room. But what room did Stephen King originally use in the book? Is it A, 666, B, 227, C, 217, or D, just 7? 227. B. B. You are wrong. I know. It was it. 217. Oh. Apparently, Kubrick changed the number of the room because the hotel actually had a 217 and it did not have a 237. So he wanted to make sure that that hotel didn't get a bad rap if people were to stay there. Oh, that's cool. Well, that's but actually then, like... But then now people love staying in haunted places. Oh, yeah. So it's like, it wouldn't matter now. But... That's, that's spookier that Kubrick was like really considerate. Yeah, he said that it basically was the ownership of the hotel's room. So he wanted to use a room that did not exist in the hotel, technically. Cool. Number nine. In the 1990 film Misery, Kathy Bates' character Anne Wilkes broke the ankles of her favorite actor to keep him from leaving. In the novel, what did she do instead? A, made him wear a shock collar. B, set up a trap outside the door. C, chopped off one of his foot with an axe, or D, gouged out his eyes? I'm going to go with my Stephen King instinct, and I think that she chopped off a foot. You are correct. Yes. She axed off his foot in the book. Well, That'll later. get you not to leave anywhere. Didn't, in the book too, did she say cock duty or is it just the movie where she called him? <laughs> I think just in the movie she said it. It was cock duty or cock poopy <laughs> Something like that. What a weird thing. I think we thing. talked about it before. I think so too. Like what a weird thing to add. Yeah. Well, we got to have one cockapoo because I lost a bet. Yeah. Okay. Last question. And then you have bone crushing bonus. I'm ready for it. What are the top three states with the most Bigfoot sightings? Ooh. Just name them? Top three. Oh, wow. Okay. Washington State? Yes. California? Yes. And Oregon? You got it. Yes! (laughs) I knew I should add the person that brings Bigfoot to the table every single episode, a Bigfoot (laughs) question. That's why there was only one. Oh, how fun. You know, I really don't know that much about Bigfoot, but maybe I do. You do. I, I don't know that much. Okay, bone crushing bonus. Okay. You ready to crush some bones? I'm ready to crush some bones, which the one actress from Orange is the New Black on Instagram, her username is Bone Crusher. Hmm. I forget what the actress's name is, but she's in a metal band. It's like super sweet. Huh. Weird. Okay. okay. How many doors did actress Shelley Duvall in The Shining say that they went through for the famous Here's Johnny scene? Oh, boy. 
Oh, I'm just guessing. Yep, fill in the blanks. I, These are bonus. You gotta, you gotta be on top of. The you bonus. gotta know it. Yeah. Oh. So, how many doors do you think they went through for the takes? Well, they went through all of them <laughs> with the axe. <laughs> I think that they. Oh, good lord! I think that they <laughs> they've used five doors. Five doors. Five doors that they went through until they found the perfect door. They used sixty doors. What? And the thing that gets me is in The Shining. That's where the biggest mistake, film mistake is, is that door scene. So they must have had some major problems with that. Because there's the one part where he breaks through the door. Yeah. And then he looks through it and a lot of the door is missing. Yeah. And then it clicks back to him chopping more and like more of the door is still there. Do you think... Like it's a big film mess up. But they must have had a hard time with that scene. I bet you they did. But do you think in classic kubrick style do you think that that was intentional no okay (laughs) i think that was a mess up but like obviously they had trouble they went through 60 doors and then i think they just settled on something man what a day to be on set i bet you that was the most boring and aggravating day to be on set oh yeah six zero doors okay last question all right in the movie psycho oh what was norman bates's mother's name Oh, no. It was just Mother. Just Mother. No, Kathy Bates, because that's the actress from Misery. It was just Kathy Bates. <laughs> yeah. No, no I they think... S- it was Norman Bates. No, I know Norman Bates, but Kathy... They stayed at the Bates Motel. Yeah, no, I was making a bad joke about <laughs> Kathy Bates, the actress. Christy Bates. <laughs> Christy Bates. Um, Betty. Gonna go with Betty? Yeah, Betty Bates. Betty Bates. <laughs> I like Betty Bates. That's yeah, a nice one. That's not bad, huh? Her name was Norma. Norma. So Norma and Norman Bates. Oh, because he kind of created her. He didn't create her in his head. Well, but he was like a mama's boy. She like didn't let him do anything. And he kept her body in the basement and dressed up like sometimes her. Sometimes and... you just have to. Well, we, we if always. If I were to do that to my mom, then I would just dress up like Mr. Peanut. Your mom is going as another candy this year. She's going as an orange M&M. Oh, yeah. She was really <laughs> excited to tell it. Well, she kind of got bullied into the orange M&M because oh, everybody yeah. at the school school she works at a school and everybody at the school was being candies so she, she got orange m M&M. yeah and they were throwing old tomatoes at her and like they were <laughs> really letting her have it you better be an orange m M&M. oh my um, gosh well spe- you did pretty well thank you Lindsay. uh i feel good about it i feel better about it and maybe the next time you bring in some trivia and some bone crushing bonus i'll i'll get 100 a plus there you go because i'll miss a few but i'll get the bonuses right yeah i figure since it was halloween let's bring back some spine tangling trivia or I called it Return of the Living Trivia. I think and it's great. I think trivia is always fun. I agree. Especially I do like trivia. trivia. What about like you and I have never. Well, no, we, we did do bar trivia one time. We went to New York City. We did. And we came in second place out of the entire bar. And yeah, we, we would have won if we just shut up and listened to my mom because she kept saying the right answer. And she's like, no, I think it's this. And we're like, no, it's not. And then turns out it was the right answer. And she was pretty like she was proud of herself, but bummed at the same time because we lost. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was fun. Always listen to your mom, guys. Hey, all the time. Even when in high school, my mom won wanted to sign me up for ski club and I didn't want to do it would have been smart to listen to my mom (laughs) (laughs) okay great okay great well thank you so much everybody for being here with us wherever we are wherever you're listening to us in your car in your kitchen doing laundry vacuuming petting your dog getting ready for Halloween on Wednesday yeah hopefully you're making your Halloween costume and please send us your photos but uh well send us photos of your costume don't just send us like all of your like yeah maybe like keep a lot of them private huh (laughs) 
<laughs> but just send us your costumes. But we just want to thank each and every one of you for sticking with us and helping us make this podcast grow. Without you, there would be no us. But also, I don't think we would have gone to CryptidCon and, and met Elizabeth and Nick and have joined VidiSpace. And I don't know if we would have made it to a 50th episode. Yeah, and a big thank you to Eli Chambers. Like I said, he created the music at the beginning, middle, and end and did this live performance with us. He is awesome. You can find him at Eli who does music on Instagram and Twitter. We would also like to thank everybody over at the Scavengers Network. I was almost going to name their like all their first names, but I'll just name their shows. <laughs> uh, there are wonderful shows on there like Journey Under 30, which Colin and Alex of that show just did a live episode for one of their podcasts, which was very cool. Yeah. And I guess they had cake that they forgot to eat on the show. So what's the deal there? How do you forget that cake? Shows like Academy Outcasts, uh, Historical Hotties, State Your Case, The Bad Pen Pal, which is getting revamped, and a show that I'm currently a part of, Myth Takes, which is a bi-weekly show where we play Monster of the Week. And also today, on our 50th episode day, we, we were also guests on Self-Aware, our friend's podcast. So be sure to find Self-Aware wherever you get your podcasts and listen to the episode that we were on. It was very fun. It was very fun. Well, until next week. Happy Halloween. Be a costume queen. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of other. Well, I think I can think of other rhyming words, but they don't go with Halloween. That's okay. Go ahead. Um, be a creepy bean. Be a creepy bean. Like a human being. Be a creepy human being. Oh, okay. All right. All right. We're getting we're getting more places. Yeah. Any other ones? Uh, no. <laughs> Hope. Uh, something about Scream, the movie with Drew Barrymore. Oh, good movie. Man, she really gets it in the beginning, huh? They really get her. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. Do you remember what that mask was called? Wasn't it just called, oh, it was like ghoulish, ghoulish guy or something silly. It was silly. like the, the father of death or something. Oh, yeah. It's like some really bizarre name just for this goofy mask. Also, just quick little cheap mask purchased and making a big, huge box office hit seller movie. How weird. Simple costumes are the best <laughs> well have a ghoulish thursday the day after halloween and don't eat too much candy and brush your teeth afterwards and thanks for joining us you can find us on twitter or instagram at spooky underscore spouses or you can email us at spooky at gmail.com well we will see each and every one of you next monday bye 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 Want to see my collection of bones? It was shorter. That one was shorter than the other ones. That was longer. That was definitely longer than bone collection. You added a syllable. Here we go. Bone collection. <laughs>